everyone, and welcome to the Kangaroo Court Podcast, a place where we talk about all the meaningless, inconsequential things in life and have a lot of fun doing it. We hope you enjoy. Court is now in session. So good, man. Yeah, we you finally it. found the part that you can contribute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can do the tap. <laughs> but boys, things. Good, good. We're doing right. an isolation, isolation uh, cabin fever going on for me at the moment. Bit of, bit really? Of facial stuff going on. Yeah. yeah. It's not, yeah. not going so well. <laughs> Hey, you're trying. You're doing something different. Isn't this season all about like trying new things and cultivating hobbies? And obviously, right. 100%. <laughs> yeah. 100%. How's your beard going, Will? Oh, I got rid of it yesterday. <laughs> oh, boo. Looks like you've been growing, growing as long as I have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would have been half as impressive as yours, though, Brad, because it's just not. Oh, wow. Strange. That's bad because mine's really not impressive. <laughs> Yours looks just... good, Brad. Yeah. You reckon? Yeah. Nothing wrong it. with a good chin strap, Brad. A good chin yeah. strap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> James is looking real dark, though. He's got like everything, even like you can see the nice lines there down the side. Yeah. I'm um, tempted to just leave the this bad boy and shave everything oh, else. Oh, do it. Oh, yeah, come on. Do it. Hit the handle. Last time I did that, though, I wasn't allowed into bed, so I had to jump back in the shower and get the rest of it out. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Devastated. Or the whole... Uh, I, I really like the look of the whole goatee, actually, last time I did it as well. When I grow it out and I shave it, you have to shave it back in bits. So first yeah, I'll do... Yeah. I'll shave like this bit and leave the mutton chop and the goatee. Then I'll get yep. rid of the mud chops. Then I get rid of the goatee. I'm sad. It just gets. It just goes downhill. <laughs> it is rough saying farewell to facial hair. There's something, something sad about it. Yeah, but hey, today's a really exciting episode. It's our tenth episode, which means it's our recap episode. Ooh, yeah. How are you guys feeling about that? I can't <laughs> believe we made it to ten. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, surprised we got here. <laughs> That's real determination. But we do it for the fans. That's okay. right. For our joeys. Yeah. We do it oh. for the fans. And I'm especially excited for this episode because the feedback we've gotten since we've gone online is that Will doesn't go to sleep during the recording of a podcast. <laughs> and he's actually still there. <laughs> and so. I'm really excited because most of the stuff we're going to be recapping is about Will. Yeah. I'm looking at what we've got. About 80% is Will. And so, Will, I'm so ready. Are you? I am. Do you want to hit us off with what we're starting with today, Will? So, the first thing we're going to recap is actually through a caller's question where they wanted some feedback on on something that we discussed right back in episode one. And so one of you guys has got 
the call ready to go. I think I got it's it. Because he looks like he's looking at his phone. Here we go. James is about to play it. All right, are we ready? This is from a, one of our Joeys. All right. Hey, guys. I've been getting a lot of questions about the nickname Will mentioned in episode one, and I'm wondering if in your recap episode you can explain to everybody why he has the nickname that he does. Now, just to clarify, Will, what is this said nickname? <laughs> well, when right back in episode one, when before Kangaroo Court had been a discussion, we had a, a Facebook group chat for the boys. And my nickname in that chat was Get Off Mel. And I froze, I froze in episode one thinking of what I could call myself. And I was like, well, that's what these boys have dubbed me. So that's what we'll go with. And we'll tell well, the whole I think, I think uh, the caller, who was a very important caller to us uh, here at the Kangaroo Court podcast, uh, her main question is, why on earth are you called Get Off Mill in the first place? Well, that is the Mel we're speaking of. That is part of the name who has called up about that. And obviously a lot of people have been asking her why is Will called Get Off Mel. And it's not because of the reason everyone immediately goes to when you think of <laughs> a boyfriend and girlfriend and why you would suggest your name would be Get Off that person, uh, but I don't understand. you don't understand. Too holy. <laughs> too, too holy. Oh. I'm a pastor. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll have to go and find somebody else to explain it to you, Ben. I'm really sorry about that. Right. Uh, but, but explain what the real reason is. Go. The real reason is because of that said chat. Mel started revealing information to the three boys that was within that chat. So the name changed to get off Mel so that if she did log into that chat, she would see that the name was get off Mel and she would take the hint to get out of the chat. How was she able to log into the chat? Will exactly. That's a great question. James. I was thinking mm. the same. How was she able to see some of these private boys only messages <laughs> and then be able to speak about them in workplace environments? Mm. Mm. That is a really good question. And if, if someone has an answer, I'd love to hear it. Because I don't. Look, we have some theories. But you have some theories? They're probably snitch. all false. Theories, snitch. <laughs> snitch. She didn't look at stitches. it through my phone. It wasn't on my phone that she looked through it, that's for sure. She didn't find it no on mine. Oh, interesting. She probably did find it on my phone, but I didn't give her my phone to be like, here, let's look at what the boys and I have been discussing. <laughs> but you didn't keep it secure enough. Clearly. Curiosity kills cats. So, and she is if know the she name is, group chat. Mm, the thing is, though, she is notoriously bad at dealing with surprises. Like, I bought her some tickets for an event and I was like, make sure you keep this night free. And she had to Google what was going on on that night and figured out exactly what it was and came to me and was like, so are we going to this? And I'm like, yes, we are going to that. I want to keep it a surprise though. And so she can't handle surprises. So if I was laughing about something we were chatting, she just has this internal demon that goes, I need to know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Your girlfriend has a demon. 
semen. <laughs> That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> like You're welcome. Pass it around. We can yeah. break, man. If you want, we can remove That's, that thing. That'd I be think we'll great. I. I'd really appreciate that demon being removed from hell. So if, if we I could pray for her, that'd be amazing. I, think, I really think Will's the one who needs prayer here. I really do. You know what? this? You know what I would love? I would love for Mel to call us up again, maybe send us a video in her response to the accusations Will is that Will is making right here. Premium content. And Mel, let us know if you want prayer. Yeah. <laughs> This is, you know, you know, we're going to get to the bottom of this, Will, because Mel's going to definitely call in and tell us whether you gave her access to the phone or she sneaky got access herself. So there's a lot on the line for you, man. Mm. Do you do you think she would actually call up to be like, oh yeah, I just looked at his like took his phone? Uh, that's what yeah. someone who feels like she's going to say that is like. She's a lawyer. Oh. Yeah, and she is a lawyer, so she'll know what yeah. to say. Yeah. You're. Yeah. You are going to get ran over the coals, Will. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've got to say everything now before she can reply. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a lot of stuff to ca capture in this episode. So, <clears throat> Will, why don't you take us on to your next one? <laughs> My next one? Well, we'll go back to episode one again. We... Uh, we were at a party and I was having a conversation with Ben about this company that was genetically modifying seeds and we incorrectly slammed Santos as the company that was doing this when it actually turned out the company's name is Misanto. So I want to offer my apologies to Santos for dragging their name through the mud unnecessarily and Misanto, get your act together. What does Santos do? Something. I found it. Santos is one of the leading independent oil and gas producers in the Asia-Pacific region, supplying energy needs across Australia and Asia. So thanks, Santos, so, for giving us the electricity that we need to power the Kangaroo Corp podcast. That's but correct. Boo, but boo for not giving us en genetically engineered seeds. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> I really for that idea, so maybe Santos should branch out into that market. <laughs> I wasn't for it. I just didn't get it. No, yeah, I know, but it definitely felt like you were like mm, nonplussed. You're like, eh, genetically modified the seeds as much as you want, as long as I get to eat them. That's what it felt like. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> but yeah. yes. So I would also just like to clarify in this, um, in the recap, well, I'm going to have to throw you under the bus again, but um, when when this idea was presented, Will did quote it as Santos, and so then I think I brought it up on the podcast and made myself look like a fool because Will stitched me up behind the scenes beforehand. Yeah, so. yeah, and because I've got uh, credibility, I will not throw my source under the bus. Who told me that it was Santos? <laughs> as well, because they're calling uh, in next week. <laughs> No, it, it will not be someone that will be calling in. They were, they're not a listener of the Kangaroo Court podcast, unfortunately. Well, not yet not that yet. I'm aware of. Yeah, not yet. Yeah. No, Everyone will get on board at some point. But yes, so the reason I said Santos is because that's how I was told, or that's who I was told did it. And so that's how I brought the conversation about. But it turns out they had their information wrong. Yeah. 
So for the record, just to clarify for all our listeners, which company does it? Misanto. Misanto. Yeah. M-I-S-A-N-T-O. Misanto. Hey, who pointed this out, Will? I think it was the top Joey. It was top Joey. It was. Christine. Yes, our first top Joey. Thank yeah. you, Christine. I do want to make a point to our listeners, though. See, we fell into this trap because we listened to other people's wisdom and advice. And there's actually not many times on the podcast, if I'm looking at our list of things coming up, where we ourselves as people have got the information wrong. It's when we've trusted other sources. So I actually think mm. it's important that for the listeners, you only really listen to us because you can trust <laughs> us. You can't trust other sources. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. Fact. So I think that's an encouragement to us. Let's not seek other people's wisdom out. Let's just trust our own. We've got this. Yeah. <laughs> no need to fact check because we're always right. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got another one that I wanted to bring back. I've posed a very um, big argument around this whole idea of fines for light pollution. Living in an apartment block, I'm having my issues with light. And everyone just seemed to message me and be like, Oi, Ben, get these things called blockout lines. And I tried to explain in the podcast, but obviously I didn't do it very well. I've already got blockout lines. So like, this isn't my bedroom, but this is the room here. And I can show you, these are blockout lines. This is how they work, just like everyone else's blockout lines. The problem is my room has a corner in it. So the windows go and meet, I don't know how to do this properly, like in a corner. Anyway, I took a photo to help you guys understand the reason why blockout lines aren't the solution, light pollution fines are. And it's just to help you understand what I'm dealing with all the time. I don't know if you can quite see this, but that's got the stupid reflection. But you can see that I've got two curtains in my room and they kind of meet in a corner and the corner lets through as much light as you want. Now, that's just some outside light from like 9.30 at night. Imagine the 6 a.m. sun. Wow. Yeah, because it's other people's light and it just comes straight through the crack. So imagine it's 6 a.m. in the morning, it's super bright, but I don't need this when I'm trying to go to sleep. I can't do anything about the sun, but I can do something but other people's damn light pollution. <laughs> In all honesty, I think this should have been the first Rue rant. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's like pretty bad. It's much better than... Oh, man. Much better than my rant and the one we cancelled from Will. <laughs> Actually, with James's consultation, I've got a great Rue rant coming up on the next episode. It's going to be fire. So... Come okay. on. It's not my consultation because I don't agree with the Rue Want. Still can't say that. it's Rue Oh, you've done that twice now. That's the best thing ever. <laughs> I've done it every time I've tried to say it. I don't agree with, I don't agree with Ben's Rue Rant. But I think that's why I pitched it to him. Yeah, he did suggest it. I think it's a winner. I think I'm going to crush it. So it's going to be good. Please yeah. poke to the root. Yeah. But that's my yeah. blockout blind situation, which is what I'm saying. I've got blockout blinds, but people's light pollution is still an issue. If you've got, maybe it's the windows. But anyway, I just think light pollution is an issue that needs to get dealt with. And I do have blockout blinds. So shut up. 
Well, in this economy, when people are needing jobs, you could get a job as the the cut the the power cord guy. Yes, <laughs> that could work. We can give them some balaclavas again, and they can get <laughs> yeah, out there. That's right. <laughs> I did say. What did I say? I did say that. That isn't that what in, unemployed people do anyway. And so, yeah. like, you did. that was pretty savage. <laughs> I still can't believe I said that. I'm so sorry to all those people who are unemployed. Please. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Maybe our root cap episode should have just been in an episode of apologies. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's been a couple so far. <laughs> uh, well, well, maybe I, we stop giving them out. Well, that's true. Well, I'd, I'd look, kind of like to make an apology, and I suppose we'll we're going to get chucked in this. It's that we need to apologise about putting our sauce in the cupboard. It clearly and definitively belongs in the fridge, according to the the poll. Yes. Doesn't mean I'm going to do yeah. it. Doesn't mean I'm going to do it. Doesn't mean I'm never going to do it. But I think it won fair and square in the poll, and I apologise. Sorry, honest, Like I was pretty confident in my fridge argument, but I was surprised by how much the fridge won by. It wasn't close. No. Nah. The best part was Will sharing it to try and get more votes in his favour, and it actually did the opposite. They he got, got less votes. <laughs> That's yeah, okay. thanks, Will. I am not apologising for doing the right thing with my sauce and putting it in the cupboard. And you go, Will. I think there are twice as many people that need prayer than don't need prayer when it comes to <laughs> where they put the sauce. Man. And that's that's very fortunate for you guys as pastors because it means there's not a shortage of people to be praying for. <laughs> Hey, speaking of prayer, aren't we in the, I think just so our listeners know of our accolades, we were in the top new Christian podcast recently on iTunes. <laughs> Featured Christian podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it does help that I put that as a tag of what our podcast was about. So, yeah, false advertising. Yeah, fair enough. It's not content, that's for sure. Hey, they come for Christianity, but they stay for the content. So, like, that's oh, not... Oh, nice. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Mm. It's not what they were looking for, but they still enjoy it nonetheless. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Moving on. Uh, back to you, Will. Sorry, we back might have to, to go, like, Will, 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 someone else, Will, 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 someone else. <laughs> <laughs> to get through these. But, Will, to head back to you, yeah, um, a while ago you had it wasn't a Roo rant because it was around before the Roo rant, but you had a little bit of a complaint around beaches and how you'd rather sit at home on your couch doing nothing because every time you went to the beach you were getting stung by jellyfish. Yeah, and unfortunately Brad wasn't with us on that day, but you've listened back to it, right, Brad? No. I sure oh. have. <laughs> okay, great. It sounded like you said no, you hadn't listened to it. Oh, <laughs> no, I definitely have. <laughs> Um, and, and Ben and I were, we were shocked at how often you thought you were getting stung by jellyfish. And, um, recently, and, and I pitched the idea that possibly it was sea lice. And, um, recently you've gone to more, where'd you go, Will? I went to Noosa recently. Um, but I didn't go in the water there. No, you were telling me a story. You went camping somewhere recently just for the weekend on an, one of the islands. Oh, yeah, we went to Double Island Point. Um, That's the one. For a camping trip. And, yeah, 
I went in the water there. No jellyfish this time. Uh, but I did start to experience the same sensations that I've been experiencing when I felt like I had been stung by a jellyfish. And so potentially the theory that was suggested in the middle of the episode, which was maybe I just react poorly to the sea lice, <laughs> is what's been going on and not being stung by jellyfish. Although I have been stung by jellyfish. It's not uh, something that's never happened. I know it's happened. I've had the welts from it, so I know it has happened. But that potentially it's not every time. And so, yes, I may not have been stung by jellyfish as much as I thought I had, but it still doesn't change the fact that going in the water doesn't feel pleasant for me. And so it doesn't change the fact that I do not enjoy going to the beach. Uh. <laughs> but just to, just to clarify, no one enjoys the feeling of sea lice. Let's just let's just get that out right off the bat. <laughs> it does it. It does affect everybody. But they're just not around all the time. What is sea lice? You know, go- happened before. You never had them before. Well, I think I think that well, they, I they just they make real people soft. itchy. No. No, they just they make you itchy. Mm-hmm. I really think. tiny microbes. Is it just itchy? Because mm. I thought that was like sand sometimes. Like, that would make me itchy. Nah, it's different than, like, irritation from sand. Okay. I don't yeah. know if I've it's like a nice experience then. Mm. Well, anyway. I was bummed I missed that episode because I, was, <laughs> I wasn't I was with Will. I think Will's wrong. <laughs> but I actually got stung by blue bottles three years in a row on New Year's Day, which right. is crazy. Yeah. So same beach, same same place, three years in a row on New Year's Day. We'll go for a swim, start the new year right. Got stung by blue bottles three years in a row. It was awful. Ugh. What mm. happened on the fourth year? I didn't go to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> a bit superstitious. I just went, not going. Went to the movies instead. Saw Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> three that times was more like Will. Third time yeah, was the charm right. for the jellyfish. He was like, we can finally get rid of Brad. I don't have to keep stinging him. <laughs> get out of our ocean. That's right. <laughs> no, I'd pick the beach any day. I love the beach. Good call. <clears throat> yeah, good call. Well, I'm glad that you've widened your experiences on beach wildlife. Will? Yes. And I would like to thank my fellow Roo boys for helping me understand that there is more to explain my bad experiences at the beach than just being stung by a jellyfish. Well, so th- thanks for your wisdom, boys. Welcome. I appreciate it. I still think there's soft reasons to not like the beach, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah. You're allowed to have that opinion, but Sorry, Will. I'm very why comfortable. Why don't you give us a recap on how your 50 shirt situation's gone, Will? <laughs> it hasn't changed since... I last recapped. Oh, actually, that is a lie. I had three shirts bought for me after I did the count to clarify that it was at forty-seven. And one of one of our avid listeners, who is a family member of mine, was like, "We cannot have him sitting on forty-seven. So he bought me three new shirts, and so I wow. am at fifty t-shirts. Wow, yep. congratulations, man. Wow. Well done. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. So proud of you. 
Are you going to raise the bat, you know, like in the cricket? Just yeah, like, yeah. Add a little, raise a shirt, pick a shirt up off the ground, mate. Give it a I've raise. I've got a Bible. <laughs> 50 it's, shirts, mate. 50 Fun. shirts is biblical, so I'm raising the bat. 50 shirts and you're still only worth three. <laughs> <laughs> No, I have at least ten in the in the rotation. Awesome. So, <laughs> at least. Uh, so, we we had a brief discussion about wearing shirts that rep stuff you're a part of. You wanted yeah. to recap, recap that. I mean, yeah. sorry. Look, I was pretty heavily outnumbered on this opinion, and so I'm I'm, I'm willing for that to be the case again but um i've just been thinking about it a little bit more and so ben was wearing a shirt that represented his ministry whether it said the specific ministry or the outworkings of ministry is up for debate and so i'd just like to pitch the idea to brad on how he would Mm. feel about wearing his ministry's shirt (laughs) in in general public just as a general shirt to wear Oh look, my my um ministry shirt looks eerily like Will's shirt that he's got on right now. Actually, <laughs> it actually does. <laughs> rather than is it a Lacoste logo? I can see Will, but rather than that, no. it just says "Welcome." It's a yeah. Rod and Gun logo, not a Lacoste. All oh, right. Well, rather than Rod and Gun, not sponsored, he just has got Gateway Welcome, and it's basically Will's shirt. So I probably wouldn't. Wear it out in public. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Will. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> well, I'm just not really I, a polo guy. Sorry, mate. I do. I wore this to work today. So that's, and I'm very comfortable in it. So, yeah. No, there's a, there's a distinct, there's a, there's a distinct difference, which is that Brad's one is like a neon blue, not just like, a, not a pale blue. True. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, and it's got a lot of like piping and branding. Welcome to Gateway, you know, all that kind of stuff around it. So it's a yeah. good-looking yeah. shirt. Like it's a great it, welcome you're not, shirt. You're not, you're not choosing to not wear it because it's a good-looking shirt, correct? Exactly. exactly. Why are you choosing not to wear it? Because I don't want to rep that in public. <laughs> um, not because I don't like the brand or what it stands for, but because, well, one, I'm not great with polo shirts. And two, <laughs> two, I would hate to be like caught picking my nose or um, flipping someone off in a car, which I never do, by the way. I'm a good boy. Uh, yeah. Wearing a welcome shirt from our team. Good on you. Mm. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's fair. I just wanted to bring that up because I thought it it might be a double standard, which it is. And so yeah. I just wanted to I just wanted to raise that to the court. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like it. I think there is something about the swagger of uh, of your merch, though. So, like, you know, my youth camp merch looks a little bit cooler than um, than Brad's uh, Welcome Polo shirt. Yeah. Wow. Our, our Welcome Polo is not built for swagger. It's built for functionality. Correct. And, um, mm. yeah, so I, th- I think there is a double standard there. But I think it's all about the cool factor. Can you wear your own merch if it looks cool? And I do think the other key is that it doesn't actually have the name. So while it isn't outworking, it nowhere says the church, the youth ministry, or anything. I think that's key as well. Well, it, it says the conference that you did. No, it doesn't even say that. It just says 
the word. What was the? What was the? What was? Wasn't it youth camp destined? No, or destined just, youth camp or something. No, it was just youth camp. But then the theme oh, of the okay. camp was destined, and so that was the word that was on it. So you can't even tell it was a youth camp, man. So I think that's the key. <laughs> you look at it normally, you actually can't even tell that it's a youth or a church or anything. I think that's key. Because like, have you written a song? You got like lyrics to a song? A little bit, yeah. If you just took like some of your favorite lyrics and made it look really cool and put it on the back of your shirt. I would no never one... wear that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> No one would know that that was your own stuff, so you can get away with it. No one would be looking there going, is that that James Bignall guy wearing his own lyrics on the back? Like, no one would know that. I think that's yeah, the key. I, I totally hear that. I don't think it's an issue with what people know. I think it's an issue within your heart. <laughs> oh, I got it. You're saying I'm big noting myself, being all like, look at me. I run all this oh. really cool stuff. I'm not saying that explicitly. I'm just saying that if I wrote song lyrics and put it on my own shirt, that's what I would be doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do like that. Valid point, James. Valid point. All right, let's keep it moving. Mm. What have we got left? <laughs> oh, Will. Well, Will. Will. Yeah. Okay. Back to me again. Woo! <laughs> James? <laughs> James presented the idea of malicious incompetence, which is the principle of deliberately doing something badly that you don't want to do so that another person will take over and do it for you. Now, Will yeah. has said that he used malicious incompetence recently. We'd like to see how you've used it, Will, and if you're using it correctly. And James will decide. James will decide. No, no, he yeah. used the malicious incompetence on me. Yeah, on James. Oh. I was in, done. In a, kang in a kangaroo court episode because... James has this theory that he'd been trumpeting around quite a bit before Kangaroo Court started of removing the letter C from our vocabulary. Yeah. And he decided in the Let's middle of our episode to <laughs> suggest it was my theory and I had nothing. So I deliberately tanked explaining it so that James would take over and he did it hook, line and sinker. Wow. That was very good, Will, because I was sitting there in the thing and I just thought, this is sucking so bad. I hope James comes in and says something. Otherwise, we might have to cancel this episode too. Yeah. And I nailed it. Yeah. Well, you got me. You fooled me. So well done. Yeah, well, as someone who wasn't actually in the recording of that podcast, listening to it on my drive home, I was thinking, gee, this really sucks. Will had better pick up his game. We might have to cut him from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Didn't think that. Um, but, and I thought, oh, Jimmy's coming here to try and save it. But then I realized that you'd, done a, you'd pulled a fast one on him. But halfway through, I was like, Will, nice job. Thanks. I had to get something right eventually. Yeah, I was impressed, Will. It completely turn around my opinion of you for that episode because <laughs> that was also the, the beach and lice episode which i was fuming <laughs> at you already for <laughs> oh, so, yeah so malicious incompetence works if you can do it and execute it right no one should know that you've executed it but you have achieved the desired result and so i thank you james for introducing me to that concept 
Yeah. It's a paradox because you used it before I introduced it as well. So <laughs> that's impressive. No, I didn't. Oh, really? No, you, you introduced it at the same time as Ben's Blockout Blinds, I think episode four. Yeah. yeah. And okay. I did it afterwards. Okay. What episode? Will is the encyclopedia. I'm, I will I apologize. I'm sorry, Will. Wow. I, I don't a, a remember. A rare attraction. A rare attraction. Yeah, you don't get them off from the kangaroo. <laughs> so, I think that's it for our recap of the things we wanted to recap today, right, boys? Yeah. Well, it's 10 episodes in. We've, we've actually done pretty well to recap that stuff. There's a lot to recap after 10 episodes. <laughs> there was a lot to cover. Yeah. I feel like we've missed a lot as well, but hey, that's all right. We've got yeah. another recap in 10 episodes' time, so I'm sure we'll be able to come True. back and send anything else up that we've missed. Episode 20. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Woo! I'm, I'm still shocked we made it to 10. Great consistency, boys. Yeah. 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 It's very impressive. I like the video feature. I think that's added something to the last few episodes. <laughs> yeah, it's really kicked it up a notch. Yeah, well, yeah. it's nice to see. Like, I think we've got faces for video, not for radio. So I think it's nice for them to get some airtime too, you know? Especially with our beards growing. Correct. Yeah, uh, yeah. All, all of us, us are growing <laughs> such wonderful beards at the moment. <laughs> uh, but I think, Will, you pitched a new idea, new name for us in the for the closing of our episode. Yeah. Yeah, so we have been calling it our recommends uh, section as we close, but I decided recently that why don't we call it the recommends? Because, you know, kangaroo court. I'll be honest, so, I don't know how it took us 10 episodes to figure that one out. Yeah. 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 That's on so, us. Our bad. So now our episodes will be ending with the recommends, not the recommends. And for that, you're welcome. Great stuff. <laughs> I like it. Who wants to kick us off? Well, I've, I've got, I feel like I kick them off most times, but I've got one that's burning on my brain. Um, my recommend is do not buy a white couch. It is absolute <laughs> danger town. One, when you have friends over, no one wants to sit on them, which is at the moment when we're all in isolation, that's no problem. No one's over anyway. But whenever people come over for dinner, no one wants to sit in it because they're worried about marking the, the, the white couch. Two, when you've got nephews who come over with frozen Fantas and they slip, slide sideways and it falls out over your nice white couch, your nice white couch gets pretty well ruined. Yeah. And three, at Easter time, when you're kind of gorging on Easter eggs and you don't realise you've dropped one somewhere and then you sit on it and it melts and stains oh. the couch and looks real nasty on a white couch. So my recommend not speaking from personal experience at all, is don't get a white couch. It's real bad for you. Was it really an Easter egg? It was absolutely <laughs> an Easter egg because I scratched it and sniffed it just to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. But well, the right thing to do, you got to make sure. you got to know. You have to. You can't leave that hanging. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I was I was really struggling to, struggling to think of a recommend for today's episode. And so before we started filming today, I actually Googled good generic recommendations and it was the <laughs> most useless search I've ever done in my life. I probably came up with like the first 20 
uh, responses to the search were just how to write a good reference letter. So I ended up having to come, a good recommendation letter rather. Yeah. So I ended up coming up with my own. And something I've found I've been using a lot in isolation, because when you're working at your computer nonstop, it's important to take little breaks every now and again to maintain your attention span, to make sure your head's doing good stuff. What I've been using is my little Rubik's Cube. So I've been solving this when I need my breaks. And my recommendation is for people with, with your time in isolation, learn how to do a Rubik's Cube. Grab one off Amazon for 10 bucks, solve it yourself. There's a bunch of YouTube tutorials. It becomes really easy, and I can get it in under 45 seconds. So I want to challenge our listeners to try and beat that. Oh, wow. Dude, while we do our recommends, could you make it like scrambled again and then like do it live for us? Yep. All right. Will, have you got a recommend? Oh, look at him go. I'll turn, my, I'll turn my microphone off so you don't hear it. Yeah, cool. I do. And I actually have a similar theme to James's, and that is something to add to your isolation repertoire, which it would be difficult to do if you only have two people living in your house, but play Uno. Uno is Ooh. a brilliant card game that gets left behind sometimes, but it is a lot of fun to play. So I would recommend adding Uno to your pile of isolation games. That's a good good recommend recommend. Oh, you know what? When we get when we when we make it further, boys, we could uh, make our own proprietary version of Uno and call it Runo. I think that'll be pretty good. <laughs> Damn, Brad, that's gold. Yeah. I'm thinking. Now I've said it, it's copyrighted, so it can't can't be stolen. Yeah, I love that. That's so good. Yeah. I love it. Anyway, um my Jimmy. Done. Oh, he's already he's already done it. That was insane. Well done. That's impressive. Well done. Um my recommend is this. I've been trying to get back into reading a little bit more. Like I had a year, 2018, where I just crushed so many books. It was great. And I've just started going back to the principle that I used then, which is this. If you want to try and read a whole bunch of books in a year, um, like don't try and set yourself like a certain amount of minutes to read or something a day. I find the best thing is like just read a certain number of pages. So I did some math. And if you will read like 15 to 20 pages a day, you should, with the average book size being around 275 to 300 pages, you should be able to read 26 books a year. Right. Yeah, I think that was if I did. So that could be slightly wrong because it's just off the top of my head, but I remember that was my principle. I read like 15 to 20 pages every day and I read 26 books in a year. I probably pushed it on some days, but like that was my base. So if in this season you're trying to read a lot, like don't try and force yourself to read... hours like just go i want to at least read you know 15 pages a day and you'll make some serious progress because you'll find yourself doing more sometimes but those days when you don't feel like doing it you just like keep ticking it over so i've got a question so when you read 15 pages and you'll say say you're like two pages away from the end of a chapter and you've gone 15 done that's it will you not get to the end of the chapter will you push through no you did say 15 to 20 so you could push through and, and it's not that you stop at 15 to 20 every day, but it's like my minimum is 15 pages a day. That's what right. I try and work towards. Because it's like that way you kind of get in the rhythm. 15 pages doesn't feel like I need to read for half an hour. They feel different. Right. I feel like the pages feels like more significance rather than like checking your clock going, how long have I been reading for? 
It's like, oh, this mm. is nice. You get in the zone and then you often do read more than that, but just 15 pages a day. That's my recommend. Yeah. You'll get through them. Well, it's interesting because my, my brain automatically goes, I'm not going to start unless I can finish a whole chapter. That's just where my brain goes to. And it's yeah. the same with TV episodes. Like I'm not going to start watching an episode if we're gonna if I know we're going to have to stop halfway through. Yeah. I'm, I want the whole thing in one hit. So that's totally. interesting. I get that. But it, I think it was just, it changes the goal. Instead of it like being, I'm going to read a chapter at a time, I've just rechanged the goal and I get into it. Yeah. Normally I do read a chapter at a time, but it's made the goal simpler, so I just get into it. Yeah, interesting. Are you a one book at a time sort of person or multiple? No, nah, I'm like a four or five book at a time person. Different books for different moods. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. It's a very systematic right. approach. Yeah. But that's what I need. Are you, yeah. Are you a one book at a time kind of guy, Jim? Uh, I'm more of a like a zero to the Bible book at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Will was also nodding his head quite strongly down the bottom. That's correct. <laughs> zero um, books at a time. I reckon since I got Audible, I've my my book reading has actually just plummeted. I just listen to my books all the time now. Is this? Did I say on the episode that I will buy an Audible book and then buy the physical copy of it as well? So yeah, okay, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it looks good. Yeah. <laughs> that. That's okay. That's my uh, recommend. But I'll have multiple Audible books actually going on at the same time. Oh, that's. That seems way more confusing. I'm a, I'm a one book at a time kind of guy. Mm. <clears throat> Are you a one TV show at a time kind of guy? I, I prefer to be, but that never really happens anymore. Brad, you just got your eyes on one thing, hey? That's right. I want to. I'm, I'm all in on one thing at yeah. a time. One wife, one job, one book, one TV show. <laughs> That's it. One yeah. life, one, one shot, podcast. one opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> we might put a pin in it there. That was perfect. Yeah. Mm. Sounds good. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Thanks for well, tuning in for our recap. Yeah, thanks, Joey. Yeah. Thanks. Sticking around to make 10 episodes something viable because you guys are actually listening. So we appreciate you and your uh, your time and that you would choose to spend it on us. So thank you. Yeah. Yes. So can't cool. wait for uh, episode 20, our last recap. Well, our know. next recap, not our last next one, week. our next one. Oh, the didn't next. mean last. Next. Right. Next. <laughs> whoa, whoa. All right. Anyway, Will, yeah. you want to do the deed? Court adjourned. Thanks, James. Pleasure.